Derek Vance. Mm. Oh, he's oh, sipping. Tony Walchel. So football's back. We know that, right? Uh, I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah, yeah, it's back. Uh, so it brings up the age-old question of rings versus stats, right? So if you win rings, automatically you're a god. You know, if you win two of them, you go in the Hall of Fame, like Bob Greasy, Jim Plunkett. You know what I mean? Sure, those are two people, but yeah, okay. Well, those those are the ones that are usually like these guys don't deserve Hall of Fame recognition, okay. but it's only because they won two Super Bowls. Uh-huh. Eli Manning, uh, Eli Manning is be, a Hall of Famer, but okay, yeah. I I don't disagree with that, right? But think about how Eli. There was always that argument until Peyton got the second ring in fifty. Yeah. At Eli, oh well, Eli is better. I mean, he's got to be better than Peyton, right? right? Like he's got oh, two sir. The stats matter, right? Drew Brees was the same way till he won it. Dan Marino is probably the most famous example. Yeah, never got one. That, yeah. So I mean, you agree with me, right? That the rings, the rings don't matter as much as as the stats. Like I, those people are crazy. Maybe I'm one of those people. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because motherfucker, I don't know what you think makes you think that you're better at me than caught better than, you, you than still me. Mad about it. You can't even speak right. I'm, I'm like Joe Biden and fucking Trump up here. I'm so worked up. You're better than me at COD because you get more fucking dubs and my stats are so much better than yours. Uh, it's not about the stats, Tony. It's never. Gonna, it's about the dubs. It's about the wins. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody thinks Jim Plunkett's better than Dan Marino. Uh, okay. I mean. She thinks Eli beating Tom Brady twice is better than all of Peyton Manning's career. Are you sure? Find me one person. I'm just that isn't a, a question. Fan. I'm just asking you a question. <sighs> I, I'm just I'm just looking for a little more clarification. Here's 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 what I live by. I'm sorry. I I, I I'm a Herm Edwards man. Sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I gotta say that's a good one. Hello. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care okay. if you don't you have can, any wins. You go so play you to win. Opinion. You say I got opinion. When you start telling me it doesn't matter. When we play a game of multiplayer. Okay, muted. He's muted, people. I'm just telling you that when we play a game of multiplayer and I go like 60 and 20 and you barely break even, we can't jump into war zone. And just lay there, and then I start slaying at the very end, and you clutch it up, and then you're shitting on me. So <clears throat> let's let's be clear here, because you you of course, just like the man in the office, want to control the narrative, right? You want to you want to control what people think and what people say, and I'm I'm willing to uh, go ahead and just direct them right over to the DTS podcast on Twitch, I, and they can watch the entire thing. Absolutely. For, here's judgment. here's first first and foremost, okay. <laughs> You play, hard, Squeak. you play hardcore multiplayer. I do not. Because that's what real players do. No, listen to me. Shut the fuck up while I'm talking. All right? Listen for a minute because you're really bad at listening. You play hardcore multiplayer. I don't. You, What's that? What were you saying? You cheat in multiplayer. I don't. I just play to play. You can't be fucking kidding me. Listen, shut up. Listen. Shut up. <laughs> 
So you play multiplayer, right? And you're so you're all oh man, you're like, oh god, I got this hole in this Wilson and oh. like I, I don't care. I, I just don't care. If I go twenty-four and twenty-four, hey, that's cool for me, man. That's a I'll take oh, a one. You know, if I, I go, cheat, huh? if I go twenty and thirty, I also don't really give a shit because I don't care if I'm good at multiplayer or not. But I hate hardcore. Anyway, then we jump into multi, we jump into war zone, right? And I don't know if you remember what he said is true minus the cheating. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, if you, if you remember, if you hearken back to your first, I'm sorry, this will be your second, your second dub in, uh, in call of duty wars on your first being a quad dub where you were dead. Your second dub uh, with me. And guess where I wasn't dead though. Guess where you were when you got that dub. <laughs> I wasn't dead. You were crawling. I was on the ground. You're right. You were on the ground crawling around, right? And who clutched out that dub that first time you and me duos? Uh, You don't need to answer that because there's there's only one other person. That was me. Okay. Got a dub. Really cool. Exciting stuff. You know how well we did that game? Not so great. It was just kind of okay, right? Pretty pretty similar to what we did. Here it comes, guys. Here it comes. Here's here's this is the replay of uh, of Tuesday night throwdown or Tuesday night takedown, the birthday edition. Here here comes the hill that Derek Vance will die on. We had a solid amount of fuckery for like an hour of us just doing stupid shit. That was a yeah, good. Kart, we watched the sunset. We Mario Karted. We watched the we, sunset. We wrecked some helicopters. Attempted, did some teabagging. I attempted to take a screenshot. And it, I rolled his car into the non-playable area, and it blew up. Uh, and I, I went down. You had a, you had a team. <laughs> then I made you. Go- yeah. Then I made you gobble my glizzy. You did. Yep. After I made you gobble mine, and yeah. so we had a pretty good, solid uh, hour-ish of just not really caring about what we were doing, right? And we all, we both agreed that we weren't really doing anything, right? Then we're like, all right, let's play. And I don't know if you heard my my boy Herm but play by not playing my boy herm says you play to win and i've always been a fan of slow playing it right you take your time Uh, if you're gonna engage you communicate what you're doing now what you'll find lately is tony god love him for this and maybe i pushed him to maybe you know what maybe i created this monster ladies and gentlemen maybe i'm the reason he is this way now (laughs) no don't start taking any accountability (laughs) That's not your mantra. I pushed him to to stream, right? And now he thinks he is the streaming god with a W. That's, that's definitely not true. G-A-W-D, the god. Oh, and don't so, overinflate my, uh, on my behalf, okay? Yeah, yeah, let me try to do that, bud. I'm, I'm pretty inflated on my that's own. no shit. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Playing Warzone, playing the Derek Vance way, which is slow playing it. We're playing it. We're playing a search mission. We got the money. We got a loadout. Right. We roll through. Uh, I believe who died and had to get brought back. Was that me? Uh, did, did you bring me back that game? I'm not sure either one of us died so, that game. So we, we, we rolled through. We, some, we did the recons hit, and we just like we, yeah we ripped in the circle for like 12 we minutes. We rolled the recons uber fast and the 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 circle closed right by port and that gas station in the open field. And so we had nothing. There no one around. We had our UAVs. We didn't have a ton of money. We had decent guns. Like we were pretty set. <laughs> we, to, were kidding. we were we were pretty set to just kind of chill. And let me tell you as as who I am, I'm not streaming. So guess how how much I give a fuck if people are entertained. This is not Gladiator. I'm not asking if you're entertained. I am here to hunker down and get a dub at any cost. Tony 
no matter what he'll tell you about my brother-in-law, Nathan, being antsy, Tony's just the same, but he can hold it in a little bit better. That's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. He's He can keep it under wraps a little better than Nathan just breaking down a door full of motherfuckers that didn't need to know we were there. That's the difference Listen, here. You're, you're really not making this Reader's Digest. Here's the bottom line is we get to that final circle. We got to start pushing. I start popping shots because oh. in, a, in a competitive shooter when you got the drop on somebody and you can laser them from across the field and down them which i did twice you do it the issue the key underlying issue here is a matter of trust derek does not trust my judgment i mean true or not true true you're you're not you're not you're not you're not the type to understand the benefit of surprise and like reaction you you would rather me look at this guy who's running in real time and spend five seconds explaining to you like hey i'm gonna shoot this guy then we argue and then within five seconds he's in cover and we're fucked and he could he could circle around us and win i would i would rather just take the guy out that's running across the field at the time i will ask you this stat wise how often does that work for you uh, that's that's my point where no 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 answer my question you firing at that motherfucker how often does that work out for you i mean not often less but it's like i play warzone all the time but less than half right yeah but it, it, something <laughs> called the law of large numbers okay no, don't I am not afraid i am not afraid to fail fast so like when you get all pissed off because i want to drop uh superstore i hate superstore like, I, but that is a fail fast situation. It's either it's high risk, high reward. You're going to drop in and you're going to get guns and you're going to fuck some dudes up or you're going to get fucked up. But if you win, you've already got a few kills. You've got some good stats and you've probably got a dick load of money. You can immediately go get kit it out, especially if there's one of the superstore lobbies where there's just fucking tons of money all over the place. You can be set for the rest of the game. You don't like the high pace action. You're you're more of like a skirt skirt the bounds guy. I respect respect your play style, and I do I do acknowledge that you you do get further into the game that way. Now, what I will say is that we get lucky with the dubs, in in the sense that we get the jump on these guys because we're we're not moving, we're not doing shit, and we were already there. That's the play style, right? So they don't know. Usually we're ghosted, so they don't know. But the problem with that is, right, here here are the real-life problems with that. One, if you're streaming, it's definitely not convenient. Two, you've just spent probably 10 to 15 minutes laying there doing nothing. You are not amped up. You're not you're not your triggers aren't going you're not like tuned in that's you so you're a little more sloppy that's you that's not me it just isn't it's not me it's not who i am i i think that if the tables were turned my level right being good at call of duty is no different if i'm sitting there for 10 minutes i i'm wrecking people it doesn't change for me man you're talking about coming cold off the bench into into the clutch situation fourth quarter clutch every time Oh my god! I, I think I think you're it's not rainy, real. motherfucker. I'm Brian. okay. You're being rainy. you're way too loud. You're you're clipping off. I can't even hear you. So calm down. But I don't think that you are acknowledging the fact that the reason that you get to be clutch is because I run in and I do I do wreckage. Now, if the tables were turned <laughs> and you were the run running in, you would be dying and I would be playing cleanup and calling myself the clutch king. Listen, correct. You're calling yourself. <laughs> Cause let's let's go to the tape. We got the tape. I go in. I I down and kill three motherfuckers in the period of about twelve seconds. Then I get down. Uh-huh. 
right? I, I knock a guy so that he's like one bullet. You come in, you clean that situation up. I do. And then you get the final guy. That's it. So four people are left or five people are left. I dominate three of them. <laughs> I knock the fourth one. Uh-huh. You kill the fourth one. Then you kill the fifth one. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden you're the clutch king. Well- Come on. Come on. Here's what I'm saying is you are a pusher and I'm just a laid back motherfucker. That's what it is. That's what it is. You also rock a fucking shotgun from 85 feet and that doesn't work half the goddamn time. And you've admitted that multiple times. What I've admitted is that I don't have enough experience with the loadout to know like when I should have the shotgun out. I haven't like been able to test the range, I should say. So at least in war zone and in. And multiplayer, I'm I'm pretty good with it. Bottom line is, we got to. You also you also make fun of me for testing the meta. So you're all mad because I'm using shotguns and and high clip assault rifles, right? And you're you're over here just using things that you think feel good. I'm trying to like mid max my shit out. I'm I make fun of you for the simple fact that I think you. You get this streamer mentality of what you're doing, you know what I mean? And like that's correct. The the meta and you, you use these big words that don't matter, in my opinion. And I like to make fun of you for it because listen, I believe it was you the other day that said the audience enjoys when I make fun of you and blame you for everything. That's true. So that part is true. So Delegaf. Yeah. And here here's here's the end all be all of this. You don't, you don't play the part though. That that that's really because you <laughs> When I pulled us out of that game, the, the level of pissed offness that no, you got was real. But again, I play to win, and you pulled me out without giving me an opportunity to redeem myself. Right? <sighs> Whether or not I do it, I don't care. Again, I don't give a shit who's watching what I'm doing. It does not bother me. And as I've told you, on and off this this great podcast that we have, I don't give a fuck what people think or what they want out of me as a player. If you want to impress people because you want to play a certain way, then don't play with old DV. The further time's done. If you want to play with your boy and you want to do how your boy does, then you know. Here's, here's yourself right now. I'm not willing to change. There is no give from me. That's what you're saying right now. You're not even willing to concede a little bit of like going a little bit hotter for the sake of some good content. I, I love going hot. If we are no, you don't. If we're planning on just not giving a fuck, I will be the yeah, stupidest motherfucker ever. Play, we don't give a fuck. Nah, I definitely That's give a fuck. Play. That's how I, I give a fuck. Last point on this. That I think needs needs mentioning because I, I still don't think that you quite understand. Tony wears a is, when he's recording his streams, and it really bothers me. That's the last point we need to make. Move on. Is that uh, I am a salesman at heart, and a salesman, oh as we God. say all the time, Jesus is just a copycat. See, look at you. You you can't be bothered to be partially wrong. I'm not even gonna give you. I'm not even gonna give you a response. I'm not even gonna do it for you because you're just you're trying, to get my goat. you're trying to get my goat. You're trying to get me going, and you know you are. And it's fucking just working. That when we ever play again, we're never playing again. If I again. pull us out, we're playing again together. I'm, I'm done. Pull the fucking Jenga champion style. I will pull us out when I need to pull out. Nope. Nope. Your pullout game. Is this? A, is this a, Ferta. Have we seen the end? This is it. Are we no, 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 no. It's all or nothing, baby. Derek Van style. Either we're not done with Warzone, or we're done with the Warzone and this podcast. Oh no, I, we're not done with the podcast by any means. Okay, we're, so we're not done with Warzone is what you're saying. We're done with Warzone. 
No, no, no. It's all or nothing. Listen, you want to play Derek Vance? This is the game we're playing. Either right now we're done with this podcast and I throw up a 15 minute episode and this is the retirement, or we didn't the end end the episode. You're going you're to start being a badass. You could, listen, if you're going to end a season or end a show or a series, you got to end on like a fun number. Like we're at 68. You got to end on like 69. I get the satisfaction of 69 unless you agree that FURTA happens and you're going to start going a little bit harder for me. We're gonna die, and we're gonna get pulled out. I, you will. I, here's what. I, here's my. Here's my progression for you. Like, you I mean, if you, you die, die, we die. You ready? You ready for this? Here's all I'll give you. Ivan Drago. All, no, because I said that shit to you, and you fucking got salty about it. Yeah, if we die, we die. That's fine. Here's my give. Is all you up and we go. I'll go hard, but you have to communicate. You can't just pop the fuck off. Yeah, that's not really nope. conducive, though. Like, oh boy. you're, you're asking on. me to give up. You're asking me to give up the the precious seconds of of surprise that we have on an enemy to confirm that you want to get frisky surprise that is going to either help us succeed or you're just popping off and I'm hoping to find where the fuck you're shooting and then you're down and you're like thanks for helping me asshole because nine times out you what you don't want is <laughs> you don't want me to seek you your approval you don't want me to seek your approval you want me to just communicate where you're shooting Mr. Comms 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 oh god guys there's people here comms 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 I do sometimes think it's ironic that what you're telling me is that I do think it's ironic that what you're telling me is that you want me to communicate where I'm shooting better. And I think I can point to about 793 times that I've pinged something on the map and your response has been where where (laughs) I'm bad. I'm bad. And I admit that shit. And you just get mad. You, you, and you're awful. Here's, here's the final thing we have to talk about because we got to move on. As much as much as I am a stick in the mud, you are the worst at sharing blame for yourself. You think everyone else is the reason that you're bad. You think you are great and everyone else is why you'd like. And, and I'll give you a case in point. Nathan fucked up by running in that room, right? But you still have the right drop when that motherfucker come around the corner and you missed your shot. That doesn't. That's, uh, that's, not, not, that's not entirely true. Percent true. You missed your shot. The dude fucked you, and the gas came in. So Nathan fucked up by going in there and saying, "Hey, we're here," but you still had the drop in the right shot, and you didn't fire fast enough. And you, you, then you blame Nathan, which is not just his fault. You were still a shit shot. That's mm. and see right. I have, resistance I have right to here. even understand what happened. Your resistance. I don't right remember here, that. Your resistance right here is exactly what I'm talking about. Share the blame. I don't remember that. Of course you don't, Trump. You don't remember that, do you? I don't. I don't think that. Some figures and tell me about shit that doesn't matter. Oh my God, you're talking. You're talking about when we were in that circle and he was running around. That we were trying to get the drop on the guys in the bunker, and he just started fucking running around and shooting at them. No, yes, but again, go back and watch the footage. I watched it. You're sitting there as we're talking about. Yep. Yeah, I was ready to shotgun him. They started fucking around, and the the guys knew at that point we were there, and they just like came out with stun grenades and jumped in the corner. Stun grenades. You just missed your shot. Go watch the footage. You can look it up. You can look it up. I I got stunned. I watched it. Yeah. Go look it up, motherfucker. Stone gold stunned because you got fucked up. God, we had the drop on those guys. Hit the fucking music. I became a man.
I bought my own beer. Well, listen, I, I don't know that that makes you a man or makes you any more of the little man you were or little bitch you were. Uh, but I will say right, this. Well, listen to this shit. Next topic. I will say this. The, uh, the, the Des Moines schools. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please don't interrupt me, sir. <laughs> Have a little respect. Okay. The Department of Education <sighs> says that Des Moines Public Schools is probably going to have to extend its school year. What kind of what uh, what kind of beer did you buy, Tony? <laughs> I'm sorry. Where was this related to school? Uh, well, I'll just tell you what you bought. It looks like you bought some uh, Wilson's Cherry Crush, which is a great beer. That's a great cider. Was it good? Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. Is it? It's a really good beer. I, I enjoy that beer quite a bit. That Brickway Stout, I didn't figure you were going to like. It's very mediocre. Uh, the vanilla is not so good, and it's a lot of coffee. I don't know how you are with coffee. Mm-hmm. I guess. Do you like coffee? I, I like coffee, and I've had I've had some coffee-ish stuff with you guys that I liked. But, yeah, I had that Oreo Speedwagon. That was not great. That's a fun um, beer. I, gave, yeah. I think I gave it like a three. Um, was this the six-pack you got right here? E, I think it was a six-pack, yeah, yeah. It looks like you got two Hannahs for some reason, a Gigi, an iced coffee from uh, from Blue Moon, that back yep. stout from uh, Millstream, which all their beers bad, and uh, Peace Trees Orange Goza. Did you like that? I haven't tried that one oh, yet. Wow. So I had I had that uh, I had a couple of those cherry crushes last night. I got one right here in my, in my uh, championship championship cup, uh-huh. Baltimore Ravens, and championship uh, cup. Then I had that Oreo Speedwagon, and then tonight I tried uh, the Omaha Brewery uh, coffee vanilla yep. stout or whatever. Yep. That was that was not great. Yeah, it was fine. It's it's a very and then. And then I tried the Hannah, which I thought was going to be a lot more fruity, and it turned out to be pretty beer heavy. It was like a, it tasted very like wheatish. It's and, exactly uh, what that is. That's not a fruit beer at all. Okay. Well, it looked, I was fooled by the label. Uh, did you read what it was? Did you get untapped? Well, let me ask you this. Did you get untapped before yeah, or I, after you I left did. the store? I did get untapped. Um, I didn't use untapped while I was at the that's, store to read that, on beers, which is probably probably the mistake. Yeah. Uh, I'm an amateur. I'm not. I'm not going to lie about G- that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not quite as good at buying beers as I am at uh, playing Warzone. Uh, but I, uh, you're going to like GG either. It's a dark beer, but maybe I would be. I've been very impressed with your palate based on your inexperience of drinking good beer. Um, Nobody fucking asked you. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't want your fucking compliments. And so I would. I've been. Compliment comes with ten negatives. Oh no! Calm down. You just do. You need to go stroke it real fast and and feel better about yourself or what? I had to stroke it before this podcast just to work myself up enough to come on this podcast. So you clearly didn't come because you're not really relaxed. You're a little hyped up. I feel like you I came all over. Sure, you bitch. You need to. You need to play a game of Warzone real fast so I can critique you while you're. <laughs> Listen, watching I've you. been practicing my pullout game. Okay, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, I would I would say that you did a pretty decent job of picking beers. Uh, that you definitely picked a lot more dark beers than I thought you were going to. Um, the pickings are slim here at the Indianola Ivy. I think you've got. I mean, your Walmart's got a like a bourbon pick right now, a bourbon store pick at a Walmart, which is kind of impressive, honestly. Um, I don't know what that means. It's uh, it's man stuff, Tony. You're not quite there, I guess. Uh, I mean, I know I I know what you're talking about. So, what they have select bourbons, but I don't know what you're talking about but uh other than other than the hannah what else did you drink of that six pack that uh omaha thing just that omaha you, you brewery you haven't drank the peace tree so I, the mill stream or the 
The Blue Moon? Nope. Oh. I thought about just cracking them open and trying them. If I don't like it, dump it. Sure. And then just like moving on to the next one. Absolutely. And maybe I go through $50 a beer in one night and that kind of sucks, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know He's, you've hung out with us we've done worse <laughs> yeah but you guys actually drank them not poured them down the drain there's some beers we have to dump because they're bad if any of those you like you let me know because i can bring them um, over, i don't want any of those just... beers but i appreciate the thought mm, the wife was really there's still one of those pineapple cherry swirls in the fridge so if you come over saturday that might still be here for you to try I, you will oh she's been drinking it has i she? drank one and then i think she drank one yeah those are, those are good beers, Tony. Can't just leave those sitting around yeah. my house. <laughs> Get a Venmo, though? Uh, what are we doing here? Uh, so the Des Moines Public School might have to extend the school year. Mm, no, I see how this goes. Uh, do you know about this? You put this in here. I mean, yeah, my kids go to Des Moines Public Schools. Okay. And like, I'm not I'm not really surprised. I'm not this worried is about it yet. Partly cost-cutting, yeah. partly late start. I'm not worried about it yet. I mean, this is... This is still up up for conversation, um, but it looks like it is heading that way of of having to extend uh, the the school year, um, which is it has to be due by June thirtieth. So, which is crazy to me. I didn't know that there was a cutoff point for a a quote unquote school year. I guess uh, yeah. clearly the end of June is when you have to have all that shit done. So, um, right, but kind of kind of crazy. I mean, you and I don't have to really deal with it a ton. Your kids go there. I'm obviously often uh remote land from home so uh nothing that i'm dealing with but just just an interesting thing that covid continues to fuck around with what's interesting to me is that you know des moines is looking at extending part of the school year but there are other districts that are actually cutting days so there there are plenty of districts where there is no school on fridays it's like a teacher in service every week And those people aren't extending school. So it's like they're somehow cramming more into less time. Des Moines seems to just be fucked up. And our buddy uh, that's a teacher for Des Moines, he's pretty outspoken about the fact that the the whole regime is just – a diabolical scheme right now right. at this point. Uh, and, and there's nothing really the teachers can do about it. They're kind of locked into what they're locked into. So it's just interesting. As, as I was looking for local news, that wasn't Kim Reynolds defending her reasoning for spending the coronavirus bailout money on, on paying her staff. This was kind of the right. big piece of news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trump is on his bullshit. I don't know if you saw something specific on his Twitter that you wanted to, to, to point out. So, I, I never come across on Twitter the uh, manipulated media uh, headliner. Have you seen this yet? Oh, the, the guy just says everything but, under the sun. Have you seen this to where like, I know, I know Facebook is really good at like, hey, this article is actually not true. So don't believe in it. You know what I mean? I didn't I right. seen Twitter do any of this, but for some reason, I was like, I'm going to just go to this dipshit's Twitter real fast and see uh, what kind of garbage he's talking about. And he, so what, what you're talking about basically to, to, maybe better better uh, uh frame this is twitter has uh, instigated or, or initiated tagging tweets that are known to be incorrect false media false yeah and uh, yeah incorrect or inaccurate information yeah. and trump retweets or shares a video uh of of Biden coming from a source that is marked as manipulated media. So he's basically perpetuating the fact that this is fake shit. Yes, exactly. So I I came across this video and I, I mean, if this was just a meme on its own, I think it's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) I think it's pretty good. But the idea that this dude's trying to push this as truth when 
so what it is is Biden uh, getting. I think he's leaving a, a, a Mexican rally or a Hispanic rally, and he pulls up. Des- yeah. he pulls it's up Latino Heritage Month. He, he pulls up just Despacito on his phone and plays it for the audience. Which okay, that may be a little pandering. Now, you know what I mean. <laughs> Context. of context that doesn't make much sense but the reason he played that you know is because luis fonza the guy that wrote and sung the song was the person that introduced him at this conference okay fantastic so it, in context it matched so instead what what trump is retweeting is this video that somebody had cooked up which was joe biden playing a song but it's let me see if it'll even it'll even play i don't even know what it's which is pretty funny. <laughs> that's what he played. Kind of ignorance is funny, <laughs> right? Like that Trump would ever believe anybody would do that. But he, he responds with a quote tweet saying, "What is this all about?" And then another quote tweet that says, "China is uh-huh. drooling." Like this is fake. Like, it's the fakest of fake. And this dude's yeah. like putting it out there for people. And I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna play this game. How many likes on this post from Donald J. Trump? How many you think here, Tony? I know he's got like, I know he's got like forty million followers or some stupid shit like that. So I'm sh- I'm sure there's at least eighty or ninety thousand likes on it. One hundred and seven thousand likes and how many retweets? How many idiots no. retweeted this? Probably ten or twelve thousand. Twenty nine thousand people. <laughs> yeah, that's probably higher than normal because of the fact of how stupid, stupid. it is. <laughs> yeah, people have to share it. You know? People quote treating the first time. The first one was one hundred fifty six thousand likes and forty two thousand retweets. I, I saw some stat, or you know, uh, not off of a credible website or anything, but like not an onion article either, but it was like an estimation based on the average, um, the average like uh, type speed of somebody in his age category, stuff like that. They're basically accounting for as many factors as they could for the fact that he's an old fucker on a smartphone. And then how many tweets that he's tweeted, the total character count and like what what's the time investment of this? Right. right. Um, and it ended up being in the last three and a half years, it ended up being something like 200 days uh, of, of time that they estimate that he's on his phone, which is between reading Twitter retweeting things and then also like cataloging and typing his own things it was like 180 or 200 days out of three and a half years this man is on his phone more than a a 10 year old (laughs) it's more more than my kids yeah it's it's just i i can't derek i can't with the guy and then you know to make matters worse He's not only perpetuating fake media he's also creating his own by do you see this thing at, at the uh, the the governor's meeting in California, uh-huh. where the guy was like ple- pleading about global warming. So there's a lot of science out there, right, with these wildfires. That a obviously there's global warming, which is causing droughts, right, sure. and that is causing the fires. But there's also because of the drought and because of global warming, there are certain. Uh, elevated levels of chemicals in the air which actually makes it hard to firefight and increases the burn rate right sure so he's explaining you know like hey we need to manage this we need to work on wild uh you know forest management and stuff like that which listen this has been around for a long time and nobody's really done anything about it at a government level so he's saying all that and trump trump kind of gives him the old like Okay. <laughs> like he literally kind of gives him like the fuck you shrug, you know? And then he says, 
it'll be fine it'll go away and it's gonna get cooler you you watch it's gonna get cooler you just watch and the guy the guy goes i wish science agreed to you and trump goes i'm I'm gonna do the actual impression of what happened he goes i don't science i don't think science really knows really (laughs) that's what he says Jesus Christ, this man. Dude is just, he's something else, and it's so bad. Well, you just watch it. It'll get cooler. You just watch. Yeah, it's going to get colder. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. It's almost winter. That's, you know, you know what happens when it gets winter out. It's cold. Uh, He tried to explain how how wildfire spread. Oh, no, he's like, he's like, trees, okay, they grow. And uh, these trees, what happens is they, they fall over, and within. 10 to 18 months they're uh they're they're like they're they're dried out they're like matchsticks sure and and so so far you're kind of like eh, okay okay i'm listening <laughs> right? I, this. <laughs> I can take down this road he then gets on this tangent and he's like and so many leaves there's leaves all over the place we got to <laughs> clean up the leaves because they dry out and they 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 get they start fires which is not Ask any environmentalist. Leaves on the ground actually help suppress fire. Sure. It slows down a fire. But anyway, he explains, you know, the leaves and then they 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 catch on fire. But and these trees, these trees that have fallen, <laughs> nobody goes to take them out. Nobody goes to remove these. They just explode. It was, it's like something a fifth grader would say, like, or not even a fifth, like a five-year-old. Something a five-year-old would make up in their mind about how wildfires spread. It's like, oh, these trees just explode. I just wish I could find, there was something I, I watched yesterday from some, I don't know if it was a, did he have like some interview with somebody or he sat down with someone and. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Somebody's like, this, the black lady like lit his ass well, up. Like he was talking about like. Uh, it was healthcare, right? Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, we're doing this." And the guy's like, "Wait, wait, wait, Trump! You told me a year ago that the healthcare healthcare plan was coming out two weeks, and then we're a year later, and there's nothing." He's like, yeah. "We're doing it, man! It's coming!" And he's like, "No, it's not." So he had a he had a he had a town hall uh, in uh, I don't remember what state. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He had a town hall where basically people came and they could ask him questions, right? Which is very common for any other presidential election. It hasn't happening much now because uh, of COVID, but. So it's a town hall. He uh, it's moderated by the NBC analyst. I can't think of his name, but yes, it's the guy that interviewed him and pushed him on healthcare. Um, and this lady gets up one of the questions, and it's it's uh, it's this lady. She has some like incurable disease that she was born with. Black lady that lives in uh, lives in uh, low income housing and all this stuff, right? And she asks him, "What are what's he going to do about pre existing conditions?" Because he's on the record so many times, pre presidency and as president that he's going to abolish the Obamacare portion about pre-existing conditions. He's on the record so many times. And so she says, you know, what are you going to do to protect my pre-existing condition and and approve that? Because if I get onto a new insurance plan and they don't have coverage for pre-existing condition, I will die in two days if I don't have my medicine. I will die. I will be dead. And he goes to enter he goes to just talk over her and she says, No, sir, please stop. Let me finish. And she gives him gives him Give the him finger wag. The business. Gives him the finger wag. She talks for a little bit longer. And then he does the dickish move of kind of doing like the 
looking at her like, okay, are you finished? Like he doesn't say it, but he like right kind of gives her the look, you know. And then he goes on to say that no, we're not getting rid of pre-existing conditions, which is just Try, it's, an it's absolute false. Little yeah, it's false. Yeah, and, and you're right. the The guy that is sitting there, he he says again, we're we're less than a couple weeks out from this new healthcare this new healthcare bill, and the guy does kind of call him on his shit. Like you said this in like ago. middle of June uh, was when I did your interview in June, and it's still not here. Right. You said two weeks then. The dude's just. So. I mean, th- this is it says twenty two different misleading or incorrect facts that he said last night. Like the dude is just filled with them. Right. He just can't stop lying to himself and to others. There's a, there's a whole there's a whole generation of jobs being created. He says he's creating so many jobs. Yeah, you are, and they're all fact checkers just dominating the fact that you are a fucking liar. Or you're you're, you're adding hospital jobs because you won't fucking figure out how to con- control a pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, what a what a crazy situation. Yeah. Like he he said in that town hall something too about how the, the the cupboards were empty. He keeps saying that about how he came into office and there was he keeps creating this illusion that there were no PPE stores ever in the government, ever. right? No masks, no ventilators, no emergency equipment, no hazmat suits, nothing. He he wants you to believe that he came into the presidency and there was nothing in the Federal Reserves for that, which is so far untrue. We had uh, we had extreme excess surpluses of that under Obama and and Biden and yeah, the fact checker like immediately is like live live tweeting. I was watching. He says that, and the fact checker for CNN tweets that um, the the total count was like sixteen thousand and twenty ventilators that were held in Federal Reserve when uh, he took office in January of twenty seventeen. The dude's just a joke. He's 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 bad. Um, you know what else is a joke is that he's going to shut down TikTok. So <laughs> September fifteenth was the deadline come and gone it got bought out he uh not quite nothing's official quite yet but uh, well that's that's what the uh, treasury department is trying to determine oh so part part of the problem is so originally it was like okay microsoft's gonna buy it well they don't really want it that bad they were they were maybe interested if walmart was gonna get in on it walmart and microsoft couldn't figure out terms so in comes Oracle. The problem is that Oracle is like one of the largest companies in the entire world. Yeah. Um, Owns it, a shit it's ton up of there stuff. with like yeah, it's up there with like Volkswagen and Pepsi uh, and some some of these other huge companies that own like you couldn't even believe it. Look, look up a chart and see how many companies that Pepsi owns, you would fucking shit your pants. But Oracle's right there too. I mean, they own all they own so much software, Skype which we're using right now. Sure. They own Skype. Um, they own all kinds of medical equipment, uh, manufa- car manufacturing, Oracle plants, things like that. Best Buy uh, 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 data or rather uh, software that we use <laughs> on the day, Mac. At yeah. Least, yeah. I don't know if they still yeah, do. I don't know but, now. But. Um, yeah. So Oracle's huge, which creates an antitrust situation. So the Treasury Department has to approve the purchase of TikTok. Well, I don't know if you know this, but our uh, president is kind of a manipulator. And I... I don't know how where this is going to fare, and the treasurer secretary, who he appoints, by the way, uh, might might have something to something to say. Might have some incentive to block this. Sure. So we'll see what happens. But hey, I like TikTok. It's kind of gone down in the trash. Some people started to abandon it because of all the all the shit going well, on. So TikTok's also bad. So. Know. Yeah, I definitely would. I don't think it'd be the worst thing for society if TikTok was gone. No. 
Just one more thing that we just en- people just endlessly scroll on. You know what I mean? True. I just want to say, fuck Nvidia. Oh, you're really salty about this. Uh, this is like it was, show. This is like the salty podcast. It was one of the worst product launches in history. Well, and, the worst one here later. Well, that's a pre-order. That's a little different, but. Uh, so NVIDIA comes out, blows up the internet. We talked about on the last podcast. Hey, here are some graphics cards that are twice as powerful for half the cost. Here you go. Right. And it's almost like they didn't think that that would be a big deal because they, their production lineup for this new graphics card, as well as their rollout today, it went, it went live today at 8 a.m. Central time. God awful. Uh, you couldn't, there were tons of reports that came out that, for even for people like real time refreshing their browsers, there was never an option to buy it at any of these sites. Um, the, and the problem is, bots and scammers all got them. They are all over eBay and Amazon for thousands of dollars at this point. And specifically, people were really upset that Nvidia, uh, Amazon, Newegg, Best Buy did not include what they call gateways, which are like those caption things you do okay. when you sign into things where it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm a human. Click this button. Show me the five boxes with, uh, you know, street lights in them, that kind of thing. Right. That's designed to stop bots from just like spam buying using a script. Right. So anyway, nobody I know got one. Um, you go on Twitter and like pretty much everybody that's out on Twitter got them. And apparently there were, there were like one third as many of these available at launch as the last generation. So the entire thing was a botch. Um, NVIDIA's website was down the entire morning, including the launch time, which is kind of a disaster. Sure. So here I am thinking actually that it's not probably going to be too hard to buy a new graphics card today. And I probably won't see one for weeks now. I would guess that you probably won't see one for a little while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Next month. So this is the 3080, which is the kind of the flagship middle tier one. Next month, they have the 3070 coming out, which I'm not interested in. Uh, And then they also have the 3090, which is like another 50% as powerful as this uh, 3080, but also like 1200 bucks. Oh, really? So we'll see how those go, but those are, I'm not guessing that many people are going to want the 3090. The 3070 is kind of attractive though. Uh, at 500 bucks, it is Good price. a beast. And so the, you, yeah. you talked about this off air with you and me that you're leaning a little bit more towards the idea of just upgrading your PC versus buying a new console. And we'll get to the PS5 stuff, yeah. but is that, is that still how you're feeling? Yeah, after more stuff's come out about the price, the release dates, and just like the specs of it. So like comparing my Xbox One X to the Series X, um, there's a big graphical jump, right? But for probably two to 300 bucks out of pocket based on trade-ins and like I can sell my current graphics card, all this stuff for probably about two to 500, two to 300 bucks. I can get a graphics card that is as good as what's in the Xbox one X. Sure. And I'm also perfectly happy with my Xbox one X. I don't have, I actually, what I will say is I do have one of the TVs that is actually capable of really utilizing 4k 120 frames a second. So I'm kind of tempted 
to get one just just to have that experience. But you know what else can do 4K 120? Your computer. This graphics yeah, card. Your computer. Yeah, uh, and and a new monitor that'll cost me maybe a couple hundred bucks. So there's probably a little bit more investment into my computer, but some of it's like I can stream better, I can play games at higher quality, and I'm short of console exclusives. I don't think that I'm probably ever going to buy. Uh, if I get a, get this graphics card in theory, that I'll ever buy anything that's not a console exclusive. I will say this. I think there is one game that was announced yesterday that will definitely make you buy a console. Uh, no, I don't know if it's going to make me buy one. We'll see what happens in 2021. I think it's going to make you buy a console. Uh, yeah, may, maybe that'll be like a tax return purchase. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. But I mean, like if you said... There has been nothing that has really pushed me to need to buy one. That's the game that would make you do it. Yeah. And we'll get to that. We will. But uh, fuck NVIDIA. Um, I'm pretty pissed off. I really wanted that graphics card. Uh, I don't need to spend the money, but like it's it's just a want and an investment for for uh, everything I do on my computer. So I'm kind of <laughs> pissed off. Twitter. Back to the tweets with the with the president. They rolled out new security features to prevent election day um, misinformation, things like that. Which uh, you know, I'm kind of Twitter's kind of fucked up a little bit with a lot of stuff, but I'm kind of kudosing Twitter for their kind of uh, progressive uh, uh, progressive campaign on misinformation, specifically towards election and and political uh, political figures and things like that. They are trying really hard. And I think everyone really is after 2016's Russia dominated, rumored, emailed, full of psychosis election. All social media platforms seem to really be taking a stance on A, pushing people to vote, and B, yeah. really keeping the integrity or seemingly keeping the integrity of what is being reported um, and, and keeping everyone secure and safe, um, which I really appreciate. I mean, so much so is like Snapchat sending you team snaps of like, hey, here's where you can go register to vote, get out there and vote. Like, this yep. isn't the MTV Rock the Vote of you and I's youth, you know what I mean? Because that was the big thing, right? Yeah, there's no Carson Daly telling us to get out there and vote because we couldn't. But they're attacking this in the right ways, I feel like, which is really beneficial. Yeah, and this this thing that Twitter's doing is specifically aimed at high profile Twitter accounts. So politicians, news outlets, things like that. They're going to be requiring in some cases two FA these accounts to uh, these accounts to reset passwords. Um, if if they haven't had a password reset in a long time, and also like two factor authentication. Uh, photo verification stuff like that so they're really leaning into the, the cybersecurity of it because as you might be aware if you've listened to the show for a while we've covered topics a couple times of uh politicians and other high profile celebrities having their twitter hacked several of them at one time and putting out things that are potentially pretty damning like you know if the president were to have gotten his twitter hacked and said some shit about like north korea or china i mean there, there could be some serious repercussions and, I, you know, you just don't know with that guy what's in his DMs. Right. You know what I mean? You just have no idea. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking a shit. Here's the launch code. <laughs> it's it's bad, dude. It's bad. Bad deal. All right. We got to move on to the Apple event. Time flies, they called it. And this was aimed at their iPads and their um, 
watches. So we get we get some new iPads coming out. We get a new Series uh, Six Apple Watch as well as a refresh SE uh, version, a little cheaper, a little a uh, little bit kind of collab. It's like kind of combining the last three series of uh, Apple Watches. Okay. Anything? Anything catch your eye? I, I thought the <laughs> my thing was. Hey, we're releasing iOS and Apple OS the next day because that just doesn't feel like it ever happens. I always feel like it's a steady rollout and I'm always a sucker for a new OS. That's always the most exciting thing besides a new phone is here's what we're doing and changing. A little bit of a refresh. Yeah, it's always usually something cool like when they put in dark mode, like fucking cool, man. You know, like certain things like that. And so – I was salivating yesterday, just waiting for 14 to pop up on my phone and I had to go to dinner with my, my boss and my other supervisor. And so I've been looking at it all day. I watched that, uh, PlayStation conference rolled to dinner and the wife sends me a screenshot. Fuck you. And she had had, uh, iOS 14 pop up for the update. And so she got it installed yep. and, and I, there are some really cool things. I think that their integration of, of apps looks cool. Like, I mean, I had mine already in folders, but they do a really good job. And the wife made a really good point of it is like, they, they almost make it hard. They don't make it hard, but they almost make it hard to like find and click on applications. So it's almost easier to stay after. Yeah. I, I I think there are going to be some, some tweaks to oh, iOS 14 sure, in the coming days because sure. there are, there are already things that I hate about the widgets. Yeah. Um, they're like, I kind of thought that the widget thing would work a little bit like CarPlay. Do you, do you have CarPlay in your no. car? Okay. Um, so Apple CarPlay is really intuitive. Like y- you can pull up, you know, a full screen of like your Apple music or a full screen of your podcast or a full screen of maps. But then also there's a widget page where you just click a button and it throws up like those three things together sure. and you can still get live directions. You can still see, you know, your time tracker, your skip button, play button, all that stuff. I kind of imagined the widgets would be like that, but they're really not. Have, have you used the music or the podcast widget? Um, I, yeah. So I use the podcast. Like I've got the music widget up right now. I'm showing that to you. No one else can see it. Yeah. You still have to go into the app yeah, to play and pause and things like that. That's the one thing like, okay, I was listening to the giant Bombcast. You can see right here. And I thought I could resume it by pressing it. And no, it takes me right to no. the page. And I'm like, that kind of blows. Not only, not only does you cannot, resume or pause it or fast forward 10 or seconds or whatever but when you click it it, it actually takes to the, the episode app. details yeah. I, I don't want to go into the episode details. Yeah, i don't care you know what i, I mean? don't like, care um I, I thought the idea here was that i would be able to do these things on the widget simplify but also click into the app so that i could just get rid of the desk icon of the sure. app you know what yep. i mean which i did like i put the podcast the weather and the apple music widget on my main screen and i got rid of all those apps on, podcast yeah i did not do the stack thing i didn't like weather that. and music yeah, yeah i stacked all three I of did, them i i didn't like the stack thing i might try it out i don't know and but. i have pictures and let's just throw this out here since it's right there and i got reminded of it just a minute ago uh <laughs> a little hot it's, uh, uh, anniversary it, it's ryan and kirby's anniversary mm-hmm. today so happy anniversary what, to the deer three years uh yeah i believe that is three years let's click that photo here 2016 four-year anniversary for okay. uh, for ryan and kirby so yeah good on them congratulations congratulations to them so i'm not thrilled with it um and there are updates to be had i think there's some good foundation here though i don't do enough with um like group messages and stuff like that so some of that stuff doesn't do much i did pen you what did you pen my my message I, i don't know what that means so if you go into your messages and you just like long tap on a 
text conversation, you can pin it and then it kind of throws it up top and it's more interactive, like as you're sending and receiving texts. Uh, And then you can also, there's also some, yep, exactly. So then I can just click, I just click you. Yeah. So you you get a picture like when I text you, like just stay on that screen where you can see all your texts. Uh I'm just looking at your, I'm just looking at the great picture of you and I from, from the Best Buy days. There you go. You looking like an FPOS. Oh, oh, you don't want to show that. So <laughs> it's like a little blurb of what the what the text is. Uh, yep. And then like I just click it and there it is. The um, so there's also any- there's also some really cool features with group text. So like if you're in a group text, uh, it's more intuitive, but also you can reply in line. Well, like you, so up top looks a little different. You know what I mean? Like it just looks a little strange. Correct. It, sh- it shows who's more. Yeah, it does. It'll show a larger circle for somebody that is more res- either replied more recently or uh, is uh, dominating the conversation or whatever. But the inline response is kind of nice too. So like if you're in a group text and you're, you get 20 texts over the last few hours or whatever, you can go back and instead of just being the last one to reply, you can go in and reply specifically to a message in that chain. As long as they have an iPhone or an iPad or whatever, it'll, it'll work that way. I used, I did use the update to uh, FaceTime earlier when I called while Petterson, who's on his way up this week. Um, Yep. I had FaceTime him because he was picking me up some beer. And so in the process of where FaceTime before, if you swiped out of it, paused the screen, where now I swiped out of that, it kept him Dropped on there. Down. And I was able to go over yep. and send him pictures of what I wanted him to look for me uh, for beer-wise and still be interacting with him during that call. So that, that was really cool. Yeah, the picture-in-picture is nice. I've, I utilize that. Uh, here's the biggest thing that I like. Spatial audio. So I sent you some messages on this. You're not you're not an iPod or an uh, AirPod guy, but with iOS 14 and AirPods Pro, they've introduced spatial audio. Uh, so think about like Dolby Atmos, right? Where if you had a, an actual give, setup, give people the what is Dolby Atmos? Dolby Atmos is spatial audio. It's the original spatial audio. So instead of just you know front speakers, back speakers, and a center channel, um, it places that sound all around you so it might come from like above your head to the side of your ears whatever right just really 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 in-depth realistic audio now the evolution of dolby atmos was uh enhanced spatial audio so then they started coming out with sound bars that could replicate that spatial audio now it's in for the first time it's in headphones and the the airpods and i gotta tell you it is it is life changing for how I'm going to use my AirPods on my phone. I updated the firmware on my my uh, AirPods. I went, I pulled up my uh, Apple TV app. I started playing the clip from uh, Avengers Endgame, where all of the heroes come back after the reverse snap. Uh, one of the greatest, most emotional scenes of any uh, comic book movie, I would say. But I, no joke. You know I've got like a ten thousand dollar theater system, right? So I I know what good audio sounds like. I was blown away by the way that this sounded, and I I'm gonna let you this weekend put on the earpods and watch it. They'll fall out. It's well, I don't think that's true, but it is. Um, it was amazing. I, I mean, watch if anybody's got earpods. You got to try it. I was blown away. And even the bass, like I, some of the, the explosions and the booms, you know, obviously 
they're just little AirPods, so they're not really doing it. But whatever software that they're using to make you feel like it's there, you're getting that boom. Right. I. I was trying to think, like, am I just being tricked to feeling like I feel it in my chest, or do I somehow actually feel it on my chest? Right. And it was it was really impressive. So just remind me this weekend, uh, you got to try it that's out. That's awesome. I uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what that's like. You know what I mean? Um, I I don't care enough like you do, but um, yeah, I, I would be interested to hear it. Here was the other thing that I didn't know that I was really, really, really impressed by, and I know I'm sucking a lot of Apple dick right now, was the uh, the gyroscope function. So, you know, if you're at a theater and you're watching a movie and you turn your head to the left, you're going to start hearing those sounds in your right ear more, right? And less in your left ear. Right. I was watching my phone at my desk. I turned my head with those headphones in, and that was the experience. Really? It started flooding more into my right headphone, and then I turned you know, to the right, and it started flooding into the left as if I wasn't even wearing headphones. I was just hearing the sound just, directly yeah, just from my turning phone. Turning your, yeah. Yeah, and so I was really impressed by that, um, which they, it's kind of – I equated it to like in video games. You know, like if you're playing a video game with surround sound headphones on or in surround sound, if you're turning the camera, the audio moves with your – your camera angle right and it's kind of the same deal it was really impressive that's exciting i i i love i've always been a big headphone and music guy so to see headphones get to this point to where it feels like you're getting that full-on ten thousand dollar theater experience and a tiny pair of headphones that's kind of insane yeah it, it is fully like if for people that watch a lot if they travel a lot i can imagine this would be a massive game changer to convert people to the airpods movement because um, this uh, this technology is apparently proprietary this is fully developed in-house through apple um, and there are other companies that have their own kind of thing bose is one that's coming out with one later this year but this this is a slam dunk home run like watching that movie which i've seen a few times in not just the theater with you but also in my own kind of home theater setup um i was still really impressed with uh the way that the sound staging was it still just it, yeah it was really it was really uh really fascinating That's awesome. but moving on to that we got to the mando something else that really satisfies me that really rocked me up this week which was and we talked about this on our tuesday night takedown stream you uh you yeah, live watched, watched, watched it i had already watched it three times um yeah, the 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 Mando, the Mandalorian dropped a trailer for season two coming out at the end of October, and uh, starring Sasha Banks. Yeah, that was kind of the thing that you tuned me into. That I, I guess, I just didn't catch. Um, I recognized her, and I was like, "Who is that?" But I couldn't place it. Yeah, Sasha Banks. Uh, I think her real name is Corey. I think, um, if I recall, I'm not sure if that's true, but yeah, that that'll be interesting to see more details about that. Like. She was wrestling full time. I mean, she was she was on the weekly shows like wrestling and and doing promos. So when she ever found time to to do this, I don't know. Her real name is Mercedes. 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 She also lived in Iowa. Mercedes Justine Keisner Varnado. Yep. Sure. Okay. Yeah. What did I say her name was? Uh, Corey. Corey. <laughs> not not quite the same. But. Uh, uh, not an Iowa native, I don't believe, but yeah, lived in Iowa for a couple nice. of years. 
I think we ought to move on though. Mando's going to be great. I mean, this is the way. The, the, and, and let me tell you, the, the the cuteness of the trailer was there, the action was there, and uh, and yeah, I just I need more of that in my life. Didn't have enough personality. They really bring it, oh, bring it even more to life. Yeah, really, really good. When when Baby Yoda dips out in the egg, and like nope, it was no, just no shit's about to go down. Super good. Um, I am kind of intrigued with the Jedi angle because we got we got no Jedi's in that first yeah, season. Now right? It seems like it's a lot. And uh, it's still kind of unclear what the like what the time frame is on this show, um, like where exactly it places in the timeline. I thought I thought they had I thought they had said when it timelined. I thought it was between three and four. Is that not right? Um, yeah, maybe so. I, I don't remember, but they they did go back to Tatooine. One thing that was not in the trailer that I thought about was um, the cliffhanger on five years after return. Sorry. Five years after return of the oh, Jedi. So it's after everything. So it's, huh? it's before, yeah, before the new trilogy after the original. So could this be a baby Yoda clone then? I guess I'm not sure that that was information that was available at the end of that first season. Or this not. is, this article is from November of 2019. So it's right towards the end of that first season end of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, one thing, though, that was not brought up in the trailer, at least not that I caught, that I thought was going to be really important and maybe still is, was the Darksaber. Remember that was teased in yeah, the last they didn't episode? didn't seem to do much with that. And that, that Darksaber is the fucking big deal. And it's completely canon uh, through the through the animated series that they have, the Clone Wars and the Rebel Rebels. Um, yeah, that Darksaber is really big deal. Uh, it's like the original Mandalorian Jedi uh, created that dark saber and it's kind of a big folklore item. So um, I'll still be interested to see what uh, old boy from breaking bad does with it. Yeah, It's Giancarlo Esposito should be phenomenal in it. Um, yeah. They showed none of him in this trailer. So that tells me that the trailer is just jam packed full of everything and anything for this next season. I just wonder, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to rewatch it. I, yeah, I, I, I'm down to do that for sure. Yeah, um, it's been obviously like a year since I watched it, so and good. you always catch things on the second go that you didn't catch on the first. Yeah, so really, really good stuff. We got to get on to this PlayStation news, bud. Do you want to take the lead on this? Um, I know you were much more horny well, about it than I was. I can. I mean, here's where I'm at with it is, is there is there is some hot bangers out of this, right? Then there is yep. some not so hot bangers. <laughs> so uh, there, there are, like, you, in terms of tender, there are like some threes and fours, but there are a couple. Tens. Do you want to rock a lightning round in uh, in this right here? Yeah, go for All it. Right, man. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna lightning round this bitch. Hit that lightning sound I sent you. Well, no, I didn't send you that lightning round. I sent you a real one. Um, All right, let's see here. Uh, starting out, Final Fantasy sixteen. Tony, what it do for you? I still have not gone back and watched this. I mean, like I could you live react to, react to it. Now, to it. Yeah, you should. You want me yeah, to I it? think so. Here's the thing. And I don't want a preconceived notion what you're going to go through. It is made or produced, I think, with the same engine that Final Fantasy 14 is made with. So it doesn't look all that new. And it's, yeah, I did notice that the it's got that Chronicle Final Fantasy yeah, Chronicle kind of art style. Crisp, but I, I am intrigued to see your feelings on like the setting and everything. Uh, four minutes. Do we really want to do this? Yeah, four ab- absolutely. I think I, I think it's worthwhile. Listen, you can All cut right. this part out and just not live react on the pod, but you got to live react to me. Okay, Screw here we go. Me. Where is it? Where is Rachel? 
All right, fire, fire zooms out to the eyeballs. I got to tell you, though, I am a fanboy for any Final Fantasy. Kind of looks like Squall, the, that first guy. A little bit. Yeah, everyone's got these weird tattoos on them. Yeah, and this guy looks like, uh, what's his name? Squall's rival, Sid, or maybe? Uh, or? C- Cypher. 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 You think that's intentional? That's too close of lookalikes. Everything is intentional when it comes to Final Fantasy, dude. Everything. In case you didn't know, this was Square Enix. Got the little title card there. Yeah. I should just be. Re- I should just watch this. With oh, you. Shiva and Titan. I'm all right with that, dude. You know, I love the good old summons. It seems very old school. I like. The, I've always liked those better yeah, than the, the new school feels, futuristic this ones. Feels very old school Final Fantasy. Yep, it sure does. Feels very Final Fantasy VI, what, Final what, Fantasy Chronicles. What's, uh, what's your timestamp right now? Uh, I'm at one ten. I'll pause if you want to sync up. I'm just going to sync up with you. Here we go. Go. All right. Dad's walking away. Fuck. Fuck. Dad. Don't know if that's a boy or a girl in the little red suit. White chocobo. I'm down with that. So here's what I do like so far. Uh, immediate reaction of the gameplay. I loved the Final Fantasy 15 gameplay. And this looks like it's similar to Final Fantasy 15 and the seven remake. Maybe. You got to put your headphones all the way in or we get some feedback. Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get that from it. I, it looks very Final Fantasy 14 ish to me. Uh, I haven't played that, so I don't know. Did it not? Tra- why did it? Why, what is this trailer? A lot of action. Why, why is this the trailer that is playing? This has to be captured on a PlayStation Five, right? No, like, this is played. This is, this is sorry. I apparently clicked the wrong trailer. No, this is captured. It says in the beginning, but it's captured on a PC running the PlayStation Five experience. Okay. So I'm I'm well past where you're at now. I apologize. Got it. Yeah, I pulled up the IGN one. Yeah, that's where I'm at, but it, it did not get, it did not give me the reveal trailer first. But I mean, the combat looks okay. It just it just doesn't scream new to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, new as far as graphically. They are, they are kind of they are kind of focusing at least on this initial reveal trailer a lot on the summons, which very were summon heavy, which is very old school were feeling. Missing from the the Final Fantasy fifteen game right. a lot. You had you had to like meet certain criteria to do summons. Right. Fucking effort looks it dope, looks dude. super good, dude. Phoenix, I like Phoenix a lot. It's easy for me to get really hyped up about any of these games, honestly. Like, the, just the depth and the the story that you get from a Final Fantasy game, even if it's not perfect, it's just it's so much. It, it's it's and the lore's there too. It's very well established. Yeah, and I just think like the idea that we're getting a sixteenth numbered Final Fantasy is kind of fucking insane. You know what I mean? I, I remember saying that when Final Fantasy twelve came out. Sure. Dude. Is that trailer over? Are you ready to go? Uh, yeah, I'm just okay. Now there's the title card. All right. Uh, oh, PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. What? Yep. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Oh, Get that um, going. So here's my reaction. First of all, you mentioned like we're on 16 Final Fantasies. I remember when Final Fantasy 12 came out, and that was like a big thing. I bet people were saying like, "Oh, we're getting this. Might be the final one. This might be the final one." Um, and then I remember that. 
game that Square Enix did, Lost Odyssey. I do. And and everybody blew up thinking that they were going away from Final Fantasy. Well, that game wasn't and that that, good. Uh, it was fine, but it was not nearly as well. Uh, the story and, and the 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 audio and all that stuff was not nearly as well so done Odyssey, as a Final Fantasy Lost game. Odyssey that I'm seeing is, is not Square Enix. No, it may not have been actually Square Enix that publisher developed it but it was like a bunch of people from the final fantasy team yeah that that went to some other independent developer or something and created that game it was kind of like oh this is the spiritual successor to final Final fantasy Fantasy game yeah yeah uh it it looks good to me like i i think that they would really have to fuck up for me not to buy it i hope so it's pc exclusive does that mean there's no or playstation exclusive? exclusive So there will be no PC so on in this, the original, at least not immediately. This is kind of a, a, a point of contention, actually. So in the in the trailer that aired at that conference, it said it was captured on a PC as a PS5 experience, and that it would be coming to PS4 and PC or PS5 and PC. Square Enix posted the trailer on their YouTube or wherever, and it just says PS5, and they declined <laughs> to comment about a PC version. So seemingly, that's entirely unlikely. Se- but. Seemingly PS5 exclusive. See, that's. One of the things that I don't like, I would obviously, especially if I get that graphics card, I would much rather play this on PC than console, on console. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, 144 hertz, that'd be fucking crazy. That'd be pretty great. You know what I mean? Um, so six, you do know what hertz does and why it matters, right? And what VRAM is. So Final Fantasy 16, kind of a, a big thing. Move, moving right along. Big thing to, uh, I mean, if you want to get into like some technical shit that I don't care about, go right ahead, buddy. Or if you're just trying to... No, I'm just pointing out that you guys don't know what you're talking about. That I don't give a fuck about technical terms, then you, you've succeeded. Um, yeah. 16 is a big... That's a big thing to lead off with. You move into a game that... You go from a game that... I missed it, too. Like, I was five minutes late to the conference, and I missed the whole thing. So. You go from a game that doesn't look like a next-gen game to a game that looks absolutely excellent and utilizing what a next-gen console should look like. And that's my, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. The gameplay looked great. Um yeah, I'm really excited about I was, this. Uh, it is a PS5 launch game. It's also coming to PlayStation 4, which is a little like, eh, maybe it's not going to be so great then. Um, yeah. They're also selling it separately for $50. The PS5 Ultimate Edition with both games is going to cost you a cool 70 bones. I remember the most recent console launch back in 2012 or 13 and when they were doing multi-generational games and just how much worse the P- PS3 games looked and ran versus the PS4 one. So like I could only imagine what this difference will be. And I was watching this live and, and it was 1080 30, uh, you know, so it's not even close to what you're actually going to get because right. this should, this should be running at 4k 60. Uh, I would imagine on PS5 uh, and I was really impressed and could actually tell for the first time in a lot of these trailers that we see in gameplay th- what the ray tracing actually does um it the the lighting effects on this with these like neon suits that some of these people have was really really impressive well, they did a good job of just like hey check out this walking like check us walking through this little downtown area and right just look at all the detail the, bitch. the 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 lighting from the puddles on the ground and bouncing up and i think they really made sure the puddles look good after the big debacle the last time that spider-man came out yeah. you know um so i think this game looks excellent uh and i'm really excited what, to check it out a little worried about with anything PlayStation, honestly, they have a track record of showing these trailers um, 
and having them ran on higher specs than what their consoles will actually be. So, you, you know, like there's all those stories that we have of like, hey, here is this pre-release trailer and then here's what we actually got. And you can see where the final product was cut down a little bit so i'm like thrilled with how good this looks and i'm actually looking right now on my 4k hdr monitor at 4k hdr screenshots of this it looks amazing but um but i would be not surprised at all if we were to get comparison photos at launch and not be quite uh, the same the ship product and not the same we're really close to a launch window anyway i don't expect it to be that different it if this was E3 to November, I'd be a little worried, but September to November, there's not a lot of time for them to really work shit down. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so you yeah. move on from that. Uh, you get into Harry Potter, the Hogwarts Legacy. Now, this game had been teased and talked about this Harry Potter RPG for quite a while now. Like people had been talking about it for a good long time. And I'll tell you, Tony. I'd heard nothing about really? this, so I was pleasantly surprised. This been, yeah, this has been rumored and talked about with Avalanche being the, the team behind it for a little while. I thought this was awesome looking. Like, I have an affinity for Harry Potter, and I also love the idea that we're exploring an area of this universe that has never been explored, you know? Right. Um, 1800s, Hogwarts, uh, Looks like you're, you know, going to hit up the areas in the books and and see some teachers because in Harry Potter land, people live for eight billion years. Uh, so that idea is there. But you'd be able to create a, a you know, create your own character and, and do the school stuff that lends itself really well to an RPG. So I'm super down for this. Did did they show anybody that was in the movies or anything? Because like I, I, you're, you're talking like a hundred years before even like Grindelwald yeah, is around. I mean, know, there, there was like right. th- th- there looked to be a teacher with long black hair that wasn't Snape but could be a, a Snape like. You know what I mean? The crazy mm. uh, who's the crazy bug lady with the big glasses? Uh, I can't think of her name. About, like there's a character that looked, that looked like that, and I was like, okay, cool. Like they might be playing on some of those same kind of character models, if you will. To oh god, the main character kind of looks like Harry. Uh, huh? Well, I don't know about that, but I just mean like those teachers and stuff definitely have that, right? So that looked really cool. I was really excited about that. Uh, they showed us some Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War gameplay, uh, single player stuff, yep. whatever. Uh, they showed off Resident Evil Eight, which I know doesn't do anything for you. It's interesting. I I like some creepy shit. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to buy it, get, but it looked it looked cool. The Resident Evil games have become more commercialized in the last few releases, um, so like they're they're probably more approachable. I would say to your average non Resident Evil player versus like RE two, three, and four. Sure. So I could maybe get into it. Like Resident Evil 7, still way too scary for me. But. See, and this just looks like more of 7. So if you didn't play 7 or couldn't get into 7, 8's not going to do anything more for you. Um, I, I have considered I own Resident Evil 7, like on, for some reason, on like three different platforms. Here's the deal. I think October's coming. There's no time like the present to do a Halloween stream. That's what I was going to maybe do is, you know, dim the lights and, and play some on stream and probably shit my you pants. You let me know. I, I would co-stream with you. I don't know what I need to do for that other than stand here on a Skype stream and yell at you a lot to make you scared. But <laughs> I, I would be into that. Um, they showed up Deathloop, which I, I know you don't. I thought you I, I know you think that looked like shit. That's I think it looks really cool, although it's very simple. It was a game that um, 
caught my attention at the first Sony stream when it premiered, yeah. but now you've seen more of it. I'm just like, I don't know. This doesn't do it, it didn't for me. do a whole lot. This time. I mean, I, I likened it on the other show to, it looks like a, a super hot meets a dishonored. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. very bland with the character models, but very dishonored feeling in the movement. Um, right. So we'll see. Uh, they moved on to then what's with this obligatory. Uh, here's your obligatory game coming to the next generation. That port thing has already yeah. been on. Yeah. There's, like there's Devil May Cry 5. Of those already, we've already discussed that ad nauseum of what are these ports going to look like between what are they going to cost you? Is it going to be free? Do you have to pay for it? Like, what does this look like? Um, Devil May Cry 5 finds that slot this time which is the special edition you get a turbo mode yeah. you get a playable character a different playable character and a new difficulty i i don't care so i just kind of move past it yeah i don't care i, I tried devil maker 5 and the either a it's not as good as everybody thinks or b there's too long of a ramp up sure i, I think it's just not for you for sure um odds uh, odd world i'm sorry uh Oddworld Soulstorm. Um, I yeah. don't care about these Abe games. I never really have. They showed off a new Five Nights at Freddy's game, which again, really just kind of diff- this is like this is the, the the stretch of the show after Deathloop that I was like, all right, we got to move on to something good because this is really taking me out. One interesting thing about FNAF uh, was, did you see Jack Black get on social media? No. <laughs> He just gets on so he's so bad at social media, and I think it's intentional, right? It's kind of comical. But I saw this on his Instagram and then on his TikTok. He gets on there, and his his face is like really close to the camera, like like some old guy that clearly doesn't know how to use technology. And he's like, "Uh, hey guys, uh, played that new FNAF, pretty good." And that's the end. <laughs> just, wow. What a weird guy. Uh, then they really got into a, a big meaty, big meaty piece of the of the of the of the show, which is Demon Souls. And I, I figured this they showed a lot, showed of a lot of it. And I figured this rocked you up pretty good. I was never really a Demon Souls guy um, that like when Demon Souls originally came out and then like the first Dark Souls, um, I was not anywhere at all tuned into that genre of game uh the pun the punishment game you know and so i didn't play demon souls i know it's really popular really probably popular. one of the most well-revered games of this style sure. and it looks i mean it's a full-on remake it seems like yeah for sure i mean they put in some fucking work in this game yeah i think it looks really cool i don't know that it, i would play it necessarily because like i i tried dark souls 3 which was probably the the most easy to get into like play style and visual style um, of any of these games, yeah. maybe bloodborne being the exception. Not so but, uh, punishing Dark souls three was just, yeah. Dark souls three was still just not, it was too complex for, for my liking. Uh, so they showed a bunch of that. That is launching with the PlayStation five for, for, for those of you that want to know. And that's exciting for a lot of people. Xbox is paying attention. Uh, Unreal engine for Fortnite bullshit. No one cares. Uh, they also showed off the PlayStation plus collection, Tony, which for people that wasn't, for, they didn't make this very clear of what this was. I thought it was very clear. Here's all these games that are coming to the PlayStation five at launch. If you have PlayStation plus. Okay. So, like, basically, like, hey, these are the games that are next gen. I was going to say, so, so someone like you uh, and someone like I who have been Sony fanboys play, I would say we played 90% of these games. 
not Probably a big right. deal for us, but I'm going to give you the rundown here. And, and you just say, give, give me a ranking on a, a one out of five it, uh, of what these games are. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Start out God of War. Seven. That's not the rating we asked for, but sure. One out of five. That's how good Okay, it is. sure. Uh, so one out of five stars, it's a seven. Bloodborne. Four. Monster Hunter World. I didn't play that. And I, but I only played a little bit of it. Final Fantasy 15. Four and a half. Uh, Fallout 4. Four. Uh, Mortal Kombat 10. Five. Uncharted 4. Five. Ratchet and Clank. I didn't play that either. No, I don't I play that. Yeah, I didn't play the reboot. Days Gone. Didn't play it. Until Dawn. Uh... Two and a wow. half. I, that's more I than three and a half like for me. Uh, Detroit Become Human. There you go. I still haven't I played know, it. but it's going to be on here. Battlefield 1. <laughs> Infamous Second Son. Four. Batman Arkham Knight. The last, Ar- the last Guardian. Three. The Last of Us. Six. <laughs> Persona 5. Uh, honestly, eight. like a four and yeah, a half. But but it's just too much. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So you see, Negative. you see the, you see the amount of work they're giving to these people. It's almost a big swing at Microsoft's uh, uh, Game Pass. You know what I mean? And right, um, but does it last? I, Do you get more from this, or is this kind of the big like, hey, look at all these cool games you can play for free? I, for me, here's the the thing that I look a little bit past, just like. this is like a distraction piece for me is like they're like hey look at all look at this stuff you know look at us we're putting these things on this service blah 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 when kind of in reality i'm thinking like unless there's enhancements it's just kind of cheap right what you need to know about video games movies television shows a lot of these are captured and produced two generations ahead of time right so like a game like uh what, what would you mean? Uncharted 4. I would bet if you were to go talk to Naughty Dog, they probably produced, captured, and rendered all of that in 8K 60 frames or, or 8K 120 frames. Sure. And then it's all post-produced down for shipping and processing right. and, and all that stuff. So it's like, it's not like, oh my God, they put so much work into this. It's more like, hey, we just went ahead and coded this version of this game i would doubt that any of this was actually much work you know what i, I mean so so yeah. if if they came with bonus features like uh, devil may cry 5 was a good example where you mentioned that hey there's extra characters there's a turbo mode blah 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 that's like an enhancement they put some work into that um other than using the upraised version right. Um, I, I think that, that that's really nifty for me of f- games that maybe I haven't played or finished that I can now play digitally because I am that lazy asshole that, hey, if I can play a game digitally versus having to get up and put a, a disc in, I'm into that. You know, even though I want, yeah, me too. Even though I want a physical copy of, of games, being able to play those games all a Persona 5 is intriguing to me. Um, Just uh, to get to get your opinion on this, because I know that you're a big Bloodborne guy and I I did play it and beat it, but I know you actually liked it quite a bit. Um, Are you are you a little worried that they're not bringing anything about Bloodborne up like a Bloodborne 2, you mean? Well, not a Bloodborne 2, but even that it's going to be on the next gen console because, you know, Bloodborne never got a PS4 patch. No, I'm not worried about it. Um, I, I think that 
this is just going to lead into first party titles. Yeah. Doesn't have a PlayStation four patch and they haven't mentioned nothing about a PS five patch. It it doesn't bother me. I mean, that, that studio is so weird with what they do. I I do not get too worried about it. Okay. Um, then they announced the big one. They pulled out the big dick. Here's the PlayStation five and the digital edition release dates two days after the Xbox. November 12th is when we're talking for the PlayStation five, uh, physical, uh, disc based version. $500, $499. Five hundred dollars, four ninety nine. Uh, the digital edition, three ninety nine. So I'm immediate. My immediate reaction one on the date. Um, I think that this is almost mandatory because of COVID, right? There's just no way that you can announce second and come out the same day in a worldwide pandemic, right? You're that seems like a very bad idea. Sure. Um, so I, I don't know what the decision on the date was, or maybe it was already made before Xbox announced, but I I like to think that there's like a very, very, very high level talk between Xbox and Sony sure. on this decision, right? Um, especially in the midst of this pandemic where it's like, hey, you do this, we can do this. flood the streets. Yeah, exactly right. Um, hey, we'll, we'll get the win on the price. You guys get the first chuck at it. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, – that was my immediate reaction was two days after that. That's probably why second of all, um, we're kind of locked in at this point on everything that we need to know about this console release when they're coming out, what the prices are for both, uh, both consoles, what the launch titles are, what sort of support you can expect in the first quarter that they're out. I think hands down Sony is a winner and the big, the big factor here is a hundred dollars off for a digital, for the same console, console. just a digital console. Yeah. Yeah. And an Xbox's side, you can get $200 off, but you're lo- You're only getting about a third of the graphical power. Um, and less memory, less uh, storage, things like that. So, and you're losing a disc drive. So that value proposition of losing, $200 for that much of a drop off in performance makes a $100 drop to lose just a disk drive much easier to handle. It, not only that, but also, you know, a disk drive doesn't cost a hundred dollars. No so like, this is, this is just a give me for Sony to gain market share. And I think it's probably the smart. Play. I, I think the $300 console sounds good for someone like me who doesn't want or need a series X and wants that ability to continue playing, Hellblade Senua's Senua's Saga, which I can't do on my PlayStation 5, but I could do on a $300 Xbox Series S. The difference is I could get the same experience uh, of a PlayStation 5 just without the disc by saving $100. And that's just just stupid. Like That is a debt for Sony, in my opinion. If I buy one. So where I'm at, I've got a Series X and I've got a PlayStation 4 Pro. you have a one X, uh, a one X, and it's one yeah. X. Sorry, I don't think that there's enough jump in graphical performance to justify. This is kind of where Microsoft shot, shot themselves in the foot with their PC integration platform. I don't think there's enough to justify for anybody that doesn't even have a gaming PC. Right, take me out of the equation. Somebody that's got a one X spending five hundred dollars to get a Series X. I don't know that they're going to see the, the value prop in that, right? Because the you're going, you're doubling your teraflops, which is all kind of blah blah blah. But the other thing here too is that you assume if they have a series, uh, an Xbox uh, One X right now, that they've probably got a 4K television. Um, so you're making 
you'd have to make the assumption that they a have five hundred dollars of expendable income sure. for this, and also b that they even have the hardware to really take advantage of the changes, which is probably not the case. So, for me, jumping from a PlayStation Four Pro to a PlayStation Five for four hundred dollars is a much better value proposition than. Xbox, well, Xbox. Even the idea that you could trade in your PS4 Pro for, for probably 150 $200. Yeah, you could probably sell it on the streets for 200 bucks. Yep. And, and, and then the last thing I'll say about a $200 digital version, which you've been a, a digital man. I know you like your physical stuff, but yeah. you're a digital man. Yep. A digital PS5, that doesn't sound too bad, does it? No, and I went back and looked at what my PlayStation library looks like. There are really no physical games that I've bought that I really care about. God of War is probably the only one, and, and I digital. own that digitally. And, well, and it's going to be on PlayStation Plus anyway. That's true, I, and then I bought it digitally sure. um, with this collector's edition I bought on clearance one day. But um, the other thing with the Xbox is that for people that have gaming PCs, the fact that they're so integrated in the PC world where for the most part, all of their first parties are going to be Xbox play anywhere. I don't, again, you're losing value and benefit. Like it's really nice that they've done that and they've probably gained some market share that way, but it ain't going to sell you consoles. Sure. Yeah. It's, I think the, the big takeaway for me here is that Microsoft, I really feel like swung for the fences by making Sony, probably change their price from six to five but i think, yeah. I think sony being able to go our consoles are the same and you're saving a hundred dollars by getting a discless version i do i do kind of wonder what the what like the shareholder meeting conversations were like i don't even know if they i don't know what all the ftc guidelines are for something like a, a console release but you know sony's a publicly traded company and you have to think that if they did make that decision where they were kind of locked in at six and five and then they dropped to five and four, that's kind of a big deal for their stockholders because yeah. um, that that is directly eating probably millions of dollars of profit. I think they went from making money to losing money. Yeah, probably so. I think they I think they're probably still going to break even, to be honest with you. The, the hardware on the Sony's is not uh game changing i think at the very least in the first year they'll break even which it took them three years on the playstation 4 to break even production wise so we'll see it's uh it's a it's a whole new bag of tricks but the biggest thing that they wrapped up with was the thing that got my dick harder than a blind man at a at a sex convention which is uh okay god of war ragnarok which isn't i don't even know that's the actual title but and the wife got a video of me as this comes on and I hear the music. Mm. I jumped out of my chair. She got a video of you as this comes on, <laughs> of you coming on the television. I should get her to send it to you. Uh, I jumped out of my seat and sat there, tears welling in my eyes as I hear Kratos speak. And this blue line starts swooping around. And I realize that it is uh-huh. God of War 2 or whatever they're going to call it. And you just hear Kratos go, you must prepare yourself. And I just, and, yeah. and then it flashed 2021, Ragnarok is coming. A, rock our dick. Love God of War. Uh-huh. Super excited. Number two, there's no chance that that game ships in 2021. I, I'm actually not surprised that, that it would ship in 2021. I would not be surprised if this was a summer 2021 release. I like just don't see it. July, August. I don't see it. Um, 
I don't like things like this. And I kind of expressed that to you in our text message. I don't like when they really capitalize on something everybody knows is coming anyway. Like, obviously, they didn't know it was going to be Ragnarok, but you know that, like, if you play the first game and you you watched and paid attention to the lore of it, you know it's a trilogy. You know that Ragnarok's a big thing between the Norse and the Greek mythology. So it's like... And you know they're going to make another game. It's one of their most popular, well-respected games of all time. So, like, you know another game's coming, sure. right? So it, I don't I don't like the clickbait kind of thing of this, but um, especially because that was literally all it was was a logo and a voice, which I don't know. I didn't read any articles, but I doubt that that was, like, an original recording. That was probably a leftover clip from the first game or something. I don't, I, I, yeah, either way, yes, it's a, it's a very good method to go – you know, and, and Herman was that way too. He goes, do we have your attention now? You know what I mean? And yes, you do. And granted, we might not see that game next year, but the idea that that's going to help them sell PlayStation consoles, that's good enough for me. It's good enough for me. I mean, you, you suck that thing, but it's good enough for me. All right, what's next? Uh, that's it. That, that's the PlayStation conference, aside from the uh, the, the debacle of whatever the pre-orders were. <laughs> yeah, I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, Sony, who comes out and says that PlayStation 5 pre-orders won't be a surprise for anybody. <laughs> Fuck I'll, you! I'll be, you sign up at Best Buy to get an email saying they're ready. You sign up at Sony for them to maybe email you telling you you have the opportunity to do it. And guess what? Yeah, none of that matters. None of that matters. I mean, <laughs> I, I read that like Best Buy's email blast went out like 20 minutes after the the uh, the pre-orders went live. Like, so it didn't even fucking good, matter. Like, there are 20 seconds, right. you'd be lucky to get right. one. So uh, it, a whole big fucking debacle. And like it's really overshadowed with or, or the NVIDIA launch is really overshadowed by this pre-order launch that PlayStation did. But yeah, they were just... And then they come out today and they said that there's going to be less PlayStations available at launch than they originally well, thought. But they said that there was uh, more PlayStations going to be available than the PlayStation 4 launch. Yeah, whatever. I, they're not going to be that high in demand, bro. Sure. Like, they're they're kind of they're kind of inflating their own uh, ego on that. I think. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. It's just the idea that I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm excited to see what this looks like again. My FOMO is acting up a little bit, like my fear of not getting one. Even though I don't need yeah, one. you'll be yeah, fine. I, and I know, but just the idea of like last night, Alex is like, hey, I just got my pre order on Amazon. Here's the link. And I'm like, I don't need to click that link. I'm good. And then I sat there for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I clicked it anyway. And it was like, add to your cart. And I'm like, yep. And then it takes me to a picture of a dog and it's like, oops, sorry. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I, I'm good. Yeah. Classic Amazon. You know? And then I, I got one in my cart today at Sam's Club and I was like, I can put it in the diet to do it. And I was like, I don't need to do it. I, I read everywhere, too, that they're actually charging you for it, which is which a little is, unorthodox. Yeah, that's not normal. That I I think that that's probably some form of money laundering, uh, in some cases. I don't know what the logistics are of that, but um, 
Uh, let's see. We've got Xbox Series X pre-orders uh, and Series S pre-orders start at 11 a.m. Eastern time on September 22nd. No big surprise there. They were like, hey, Sony, you fucked up. Here's exactly where you need to be and why. For it's going to be an atrocious nightmare for the Xbox, just the same. It really. I do like that they're doing it a little later in the day than some of these other ones. Um, <laughs> I think the, the response is going to be a little better Until on that. Until Target but. randomly throws it up on the 21st just because at fucking midnight. Yeah. Well, what, we didn't mention it for PlayStation, but like fuck Walmart, right? Like, Target, no, well, Target put it up early. Amazon put theirs up early. Walmart put theirs up tonight at eight o'clock, but they were already all sold out anyway. So there was really no point in them putting them up. Like, yeah. it's all just been a bunch of bullshit. People got people got real trigger happy at the individual retailers, yeah. which is, I think to be expected, right? Like, you're in competition here, buddy. Right. You're you're here to sell. You know what I mean? Build, build the hype. Right, you right. know. Uh, let's see. Mass Effect trilogy is going to get potentially a rumored uh, next gen kind of up-res uh, remaster. Hot minute. They've been talking about this PS3 uh, up-res of the Mass Effect trilogy. That'll come out last generation. Um, Low key, I think it holds up really well I would, graphically. I would be really, I would be really happy to see this on PS4. I'd, I'd be even happier to see it on a PS5. So the idea that they Maybe. waited this long to put it on PS4. To just wait a little bit longer would make more sense to me, but I'm not the people doing it. You know what I mean? So, um, great set of games. Yeah, I, I'd be cool with it. Nintendo Direct had a couple different uh, mini Nintendo, or Nintendo had a couple different mini directs. Just one today. Uh, yeah. So, Ori in the Will of the Wisps got talked about. Monster Hunter Rise got announced. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin got uh, talked about. Fitness Boxing Two, a new exercise game. Um, survival uh, on Switch is getting uh, a new game. 80s. Long Dark. Yeah, Hades. I mean, we're kind of blasting through this because it's really nothing great. Ori's the big one. Hades is another big yeah. one. Um, and then the Monster Hunter stuff. Those are probably the three big ones. There's, they're kind of low-key. We haven't talked a lot about Nintendo and Xbox teaming up a lot. And here here comes Ori with to, to really bring that back to relevance. You know, they was there was a lot of suggestions that you'd get Game Pass on Switch. Um, and maybe that is still not dead. But what is dead? is the Nintendo 3DS that is officially sunsetting and is discontinued. That sucks, man. One of the greatest... Con- I, I would I would say... It's been for 10 years. I would say maybe one of the greatest consoles ever. Top three? Top four? Uh, it's really... It's a great console. The line- Handheld console? Sure. No, but I don't I think console. No, I think ever. They, uh, <laughs> Nintendo shipped and sold more than 75 million of these worldwide, it, which is... It might be the... Far- a lot more than their actual console. It might be the greatest handheld ever. It might be. In, I think that's for sure. It's true. probably top five consoles in general of all time. Yeah. Well, you think about like, okay, the Switch has been out and they've sold about 60 million of these Switches uh, and that's been a smashing success. Well, they sold 75 million of the Nintendo DSs and granted that's over a much longer time, but it's a handheld console for that was 200 bucks for a very long time. Like that's not a small chunk of change. And I think you could argue that the game selection was a lot shittier than the Wii, Wii U and switch. Um, You're not talking about the, you, you don't mean the DS. No, the 3ds exclusively. The the remember how like did you ever use the 3D function? No, but the game it doesn't matter. I mean, the, the game library on the 3ds is the same as the DS because they're the same games. That's 
Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Is but games that were specifically made for the 3ds were kind sure, of the, the, the 3D aspect of the 3ds was never really the, the selling point. But that library is second to none. Right. Like between the PlayStation 2's library, especially virtual console wise, the PlayStation 2 library and the 3ds library or the DS library as a whole, there's 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 yeah. nothing better. 2ds is still going to be around apparently, and that's going to take a price cut. That's weird. Um, that is, I never got behind no. that. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. They look weird, but I didn't. Yeah, the 3ds is just nice idea to have. Like uh, the Switch, I think killed it a lot for me. But it was I, like I had my 3ds next to my television stand a lot, where like I'm watching TV or kind of zoning out. Like I'll I'll pick up and play a little bit on the the 3ds. You know what I mean? So the Switch probably killed that, but whatever. Ding, 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 wrestling news. I have nothing to add. Have you watched any wrestling? Uh, I started to watch, as I was waiting for my iOS 14 to install and my watch OS to install last night, I started to watch uh, AEW, which led off with Jurassic Express uh, taking on uh, FTR. But before before FTR came out, uh, the Young Bucks come out and super kick the ref. And then I got about five minutes yep. into the FTR and uh, Jurassic Express match, and I fell asleep. Of course, fell asleep because it was very late. Yeah, of course you did. Uh, and then I woke up to Chris Jericho <laughs> and Jake Hager taking on I was it Sunny Kiss and uh, 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 I I can't ever think of these guys. Know, they're they're nobody. Was it those two? Yeah. So I believe I woke up to that match and shut it off. But I I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Um, here's what I'll say. Uh, you you missed the best match of the night, which was the last match, which was the parking lot match between uh, the best friends and oh Santana Ortiz. The, yeah, good. that was a really good match. Whole lot of color and some spots where like legitimately people could have fucking died. Man, Santana like, Ortiz have no fear. They went for it, yeah. but there's a lot of color. At one point, one of the guys from the uh, the guy the guy with the long hair, uh, I can't think of his but name. One um, of the two of Santana or Ortiz. No, 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 no. The the other guys, the the best friends. Oh, um, Chuck Taylor. I can't think of what. Uh, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, he he got slammed with a two by four from Santana on the back, and it splintered. And Santana kept going after him, and then his back just like exploded in Did blood. It, really? it was like a fucking. It was like one of Trump's trees in California. It exploded, <laughs> and it got all over the the pavement and. Then there was like the big reveal of like this entire time, 20 minutes this match has been going on. And then uh, out of a trunk pops Orange Cassidy and just fucks people up. I mean, <laughs> spoilers. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was a really good match, though. And they were fearless. They were going through like windshields. I, I mean, need, it was. I need to watch AEW. I didn't get a chance to. I wanted to watch it today and it was just, it was too busy. So I, I, I think that there was probably a lot of backstage heat for Ortiz because at one point he brought out a sledgehammer and he threw it at Chuck and he fucking threw this sledgehammer right and it missed him by had to have been two inches Whoa. missed his fucking face um, so the idea was like he's going to dodge out of the way and it's going to hit the car windshield right Ooh, boom explode, sure. exploding windshield uh, blah 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 but it fucking missed him by not much at Eesh. all it was almost a really bad misstep um, and I'm sure there was probably a little bit of a little bit of heat a little bit of t- talky on that uh, aside from that I, I don't really have much to add um we're building stories right now not much to add for wwe so uh, i think we probably moved on to uh, what we watched and played 
I would agree. What we watched and played. Well, hey, big brother, did you watch tonight? I missed Tuesdays no? and tonight's, obviously. So no, I'm I'm behind. I don't know what happened. So please don't tell me that Ian has COVID when that's not what happened. He doesn't have COVID. Good. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Tony. He doesn't have much of anything at this point. Stop. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> you know, I got to razzle dazzle you a little bit. Don't do that. Ian's my favorite. I know. It's, he's everybody's favorite, he's dude. So like, good. nobody wants to even. Nobody wants him to leave the house. He's just fucking quiet and he sits there, dude, like rocking back and forth in a hammock. Uh, yeah, Big Brother's been great. Um, fuck, uh, fuck this alliance that's going on, though, with. Uh, they've really been low key quiet with Memphis, which is really odd because they were lighting his ass up as the bad guy for a couple. Yeah, weeks. And then they all fucking cowered like little bitches. Fuck that dude. Well, even even like his diary room and confession parts, they've really cut back on in favor of the people. So like, I kind of think the that narrative for him. That's exactly right. I think I think they're kind of like keeping him quiet, even though he's probably making a lot of moves, and uh, I think he's probably really the enforcer of that. Uh, slick six alliance sure. that should um, blow up so bad yeah yeah caser and janelle are gone you know uh but kevin's gone, gone back up on the block which is shitty no one wants to make any no one wants to make any waves and it bothers me quit playing so loose. did you did you see the episode where um uh, uh what's his name pulled himself off the block uh no i haven't seen anybody get pulled off the okay. block and I will not ruin well, that, but there's a lot of fake crime. What's his name would be the black dude who has the power to pull himself <laughs> off the block. I, I want to keep saying Kevin. I know that's not his name. I can't think uh, of it. It's, um, he's, he's on, no, no not Tyler. Tyler. Dude. Uh, he's only been there once. David. David, his David. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so he, he has that power to pull himself off the block, which he did do. And then like he, he threw up a lot of like fake tears when he, they announced that he's coming off the block. He didn't want the house to know. And then there's like this this really funny monologue of him asking everybody like, did you pull me off the block? Like, I didn't, I'm, did you do that? And then everybody's kind of just like, oh, we fucking know it was you. Like, stop. <laughs> pull you off the block no one gives a shit about you dude (laughs) which was like the big calculation that he missed in trying to play it up like he didn't know what happened is like nobody about you i asked him flat out hey do you want anything and he's just kind of sit there for like silence for a while he's like like david shut up dude you're bad at this game uh this has probably been the the most exciting couple episodes though you and the ones that you've missed uh last night and tonight they were probably the the two most like kind of Wow, uh, captivating one so far. Um, what I've watched, I watched all of Cobra Kai. Finished that yesterday. What's funny is last week I brought this up to you. I again, your boy don't don't even bring up like oh I got so much time. Boy, no no no, your boy Derek Vance has yet to steer you wrong in many things. Correct? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you credit on it. Not. <laughs> God, it hurts me. <laughs> Trust me, it fucking hurts me because you're gonna use this against me at least a half a dozen times. <laughs> Uh, Cobra Kai was really good. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know that it's as hype as what I was seeing on social and what you were bringing up, but it is. People are losing their mind about it. It's good enough to be like, wow, this is pretty well produced, but it's just cheesy enough with bad acting that you're like, oh, I like I, this is it's very 80s still um, in its heart. But, uh, but Johnny and Ralph. Uh, Danny, Danny, I should yeah, say. Not really, yeah. <laughs> they, they bring it, man. And uh kind of not not really a spoiler because it's it's been out for a while i haven't seen this so it's a spoiler alert but okay uh crease uh the original sensei of cobra kai comes back 
at the end of that first season, and he's there for the second season wreaking havoc, um, which is kind of nice because he's he's probably the most well established actor of the group. Okay, uh, so he comes back. That's pretty entertaining. Um, otherwise, it's it is a romantic uh, high school love story for a lot of it, but it is. There's just that like corny karate where it's like, come on, this would never happen. These guys wouldn't just start whipping out karate in the fucking public. Like, come on, bro. But there's an endearing story there. They do a lot of really pointed callbacks to the movie, um, which is which is kind of charming. So I, I would really recommend it. Yeah, I, I need to check it out. I might throw on an episode or two this weekend. I think Will's got an affinity for uh, karate kids. So we'll see what happens there. Oh, hell yeah. I've been watching uh, still the second season of The Boys. Uh, it's episodically released, so every, every Friday. Every Friday yep. uh, the last last Friday's episode was just crazy. It felt like a season finale type of situation. So that show's really good. I think that would be one you could get into. And then I, as previously discussed, I think I'm going to rewatch The Mandalorian um, over the next couple weeks to, to kind of get prepared for that. And I played Call of Duty, maxed out the Battle Pass, um, played some more Kingdoms of Amular. And You're streaming most of that stuff, of yeah. Uh, I played, I, I watched Big Brother. Uh, we played COD, which we talked at uh, forever about already. And I played more Trials of Mana. I'm about typical JRPG, right? They uh, they they don't stop clocking me when I pause the game if I'm taking care of the kids. So it's, oh, that's the worst. It says dude. I, so you're at like forty yeah, hours. It says I've played just an ass load of, of time, and guess what? I really haven't. Um, I'm probably about ten hours into uh, into Trials of Mana, where it says I'm probably closer to twenty. Um, honestly right. really fun game i think the dialogue is bad i think the voice acting is garbage it, it's a it's got all the tricks of a yep. jrpg but it's really fun to play like really really fun to play um so yeah i'm hoping to just grind through that and i ended up getting my super mario 3d all-stars today <laughs> i got it a day early from amazon no I did. yeah it came on my amazon that's, that's I, I thought too. usually you're, you're stocking ups to figure that <laughs> trying out to figure out where it's showing up at and it was a day early so uh yeah i cracked that open threw that in the in the in the switch got the update ready uh i tried, glad that was worth 60 bucks tried to uh tried to collect my gold points for it and it said could not do that because obviously the game doesn't come out until tomorrow wow. yeah um so yeah, it, did it let you play? It, it does let me play. Yeah, I I, I loaded up. Uh, oh, that's I loaded up Super Mario Galaxy, and I, I didn't start it, but it loaded all the way to the title screen, and it looked really. You've not played that. Never right? played Galaxy. That's the one I'm going to start with. Uh, boy, that's really going to ruin the other two. But that's going to ruin right. the other two. I, I know what's going to happen, but I got it. I mean, that's yeah. the one I want to play. I don't want to force myself to play the other two that I don't want to. I don't really want to play. I got really big into the conspiracy theories that were escalated by that game and Rosalina coming around. And is this Peach's daughter? Is it Luigi's? Is it Mario? It's like, who, who is this? Yeah, probably not part of this, I, I didn't play it, so I don't even know. So, uh, okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, screen, Rosalina so. is who you're looking for right, on right. that. You'll you'll know right sure. away what I'm talking right. about. So yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I've been playing. I, I'm I'm gonna do the Call of Duty Alpha tomorrow. That uh, I got that preloaded today. The Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. All those antonyms or synonyms, whatever. Um, Have fun. Yeah, it's I'm I'm excited to give it a try. Don't be salty. I'm not salty. I, it's really I've been long established that I'm not really a, a pre-launch player of any game. Well, you played that two v two Call of Duty stuff, right? Prior to the game coming out, didn't we? 
We play the gunfight stuff. Didn't we play the gunfight stuff? Of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I thought we did that. Or is that me and Joey? Might have been me and Joey. Might have been me and Joey. I don't. I don't like to pre-play any game. Like you know, I I boycotted Final Fantasy's demo and all that stuff. So like, I don't like the surprise rune. I like the the raw reaction. I like a raw baby. Aside from that, that's kind of everything that I've uh, watched, played, uh, and done everything else with. So that's been my my got week. It. I got one question for you: Are we further tomorrow night or what? Um, I'm not sure. You're gonna have Will there so, yet? Yeah, I don't know what the plan for the weekend is, right? So I was hoping that the the mother in law was gonna be able to come over and hang out with the kids. I need to get oil changes done on both the cars. I need to go buy a brisket. Uh, I'm gonna go buy a brisket for the weekend. I gotta buy your daughter something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe can I just give her some? You just give her some, some cash. Bucks? No, not V bucks. You can give her some real bucks. Um, yeah, I get her a book on how to make TikToks. Maybe uh, I need to. Yeah, I need to get a, the wife. So I, I don't have anybody to watch the kids. So I'll be doing school stuff. To, I'll be Mr. Mom tomorrow. Um, the wife's going to be up in town, so she's going to run over to Costco, I think, and try to get me a prime brisket. The problem is, is the last time I made a brisket, it cut. I mean, what I tell you, it took like eighteen hours, something like that. Eighteen twenty. Yeah, that's the way you did it. You don't have to cook it well, that right. long. I, I like a lower and slower kind of thing. So it's like if she gets home and I don't get the brisket until 6 p.m. and I want it done by 1, 8, 1 p.m. the next day, that only yeah. gives me 18, 19 hours with no real room for error. So it's like, I don't know. I'm getting nervous about it. So we'll see. Try out a different seasoning. Uh, I, I think the general feedback on your last brisket was too salty. Yeah, um, and and that happened with my wings. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm going to change it all the seasoning. To be honest with you, um, I might change the seasoning on the brisket. I don't think I'm going to change the seasoning on the burnt ends because I thought the burnt ends were really good, regardless of the salt variety. But we'll see. I don't have any other seasoning to try, Tony. What do you want me to do? Ferda, Ferda. So we'll see. Yeah, if Will gets here. Um, He'd be down to watch some Call of Duty, especially some. Well, I might be playing that Alpha, dude. I I can't fur it on the Alpha. You don't need to play the Alpha. You need to play the Alpha. Get out of here. It's it's going to be extremely limited. I think you're going to want to play it for maybe an hour, and you'll probably be done with it. To be honest with you, we'll see. Who who are you? To tell me? All right. Well, who are you to tell? What's who that? are you to tell me? Figure it out. What's what's uh, for? What's the, the walk ons here, bud? Do you have any? Do you have any? I asked you the question. Do you have any walk-ons? I finished, I finished my beer. Here's the walk-on. Big Ten football coming back end of October. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't care that much about college Cyclones football, but yeah, I know a lot of people are hyped Cyclones about it. Cyclones look like shit. No game this week. Fucking Cyclones got railed in the last half of that Broncos game. look like shit on Monday night. I sit up and watch the entirety of that game till one o'clock in the morning just to see them lose, which really hurt me deep in my bones. Doing a uh, doing a lunch date on Sunday. I was very clear that I need to be home by two thirty uh, to prepare myself for the three thirty game. Uh, are you staying over Saturday night? Not a chance. Off Ted. I'm 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 probably like in it to out at five. Wow. We'll see how it goes. I mean, last time I I thought that too, and we were there for like nine hours. So well, you get here a little early, you stay a little late. You know what I mean? You, you got to build that shit in. It's a good time. Oh, here's a, here's a good walk on. Yeah. You ready? Uh, Saturday at ten thirty, I got an interview with Best wow. Buy for part time. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see. Brady Brady wants to tell me that he's doing the work here, but I don't I don't you know. Think, if you think Brady's case. doing the legwork to get you in the door? I don't think so at all, but you know, I'll let him. I'll let you him take, take that. Yeah, you definitely let him take the credit, but Brady doesn't do a whole lot of work in general. So, 
Um, yeah, so interview at 1030. I think it's kind of a, it's a shoe in I mean, you're, we know the deal. You're coming up on holidays. They're uh, within a few weeks, they'll be extending their hours back out. Cause right now they're 10 to six. So they're really trying to ramp up their part-timers back again. And Gary's gone. Uh, Brady's girlfriend who worked there for like two years, she gone. So they're, they're hurting for a squirting. You know what I'm saying? Well, and let me tell you. And they got a new pack manager that's going to need a little. I, I knew you were going to ask me. And uh, and yes, you have the ability to help them hurt with the squirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know that. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited just to have a part-time job again. Like, as much as you give me shit about just having so much free time, I probably won't be able to stream as much. Um uh, especially during the heavy holiday, if if uh, they're even open that late, I, I actually don't think that there's going to be uh, government regulation that's going to prevent that. Unfortunately, right. but um, yeah, I'm just kind of excited to have a little extra cash, go back to the buy. The buy is always fun. I know you miss it too, right? I miss my people. I don't miss the work. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ex- I'm. I miss sitting at the pack desk, having Chris come over and just be like, "What if I just came over and fucking jizzed right down your throat?" Right. And that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it is I, I I miss that, but I can get that if I just hop on PlayStation at like one o'clock in the morning. So like I'm going to right now. Yeah, you're true. Are you gonna play? What are you gonna play? I don't know. Probably just watch AEW to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm gonna lay in bed, watch uh I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna watch. I, I finished all my shows and I'm not gonna start an episode of The Mandalorian, so probably just catch up on some YouTube. Okay, my dude, I love you. Sixty eighth episode in the book. We're going for the big one next week. Yeah, fucking, it's going to be uh, my favorite uh, position for sex is called wow. And that's just uh, when I turn your mom upside down. So uh, that'll be next week. We'll see what happens with this old 69. We'll, we'll see if we can pull off a, a one and done. We're not doing shit. We both know we're not doing nothing. We're just going to make a couple funny jokes and move on with our lives. At least we'll have a good setup for a, for a cold open. <sighs> Yeah, that's true. We're going to share our best 69 experiences. I know I've got a few. I don't know about you. I have one. It was in a bunk bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, way to to bury the leaf for next week, you fucking cock. Uh, For the DTS podcast, I'm Derek. Tony. See you. We out here.